1: Welcome to WR1, a Blue Wire podcast presented by WinBet. I'm your host, Chris Carter, Pro Football Hall of Fame wide receiver. And today I'm talking to Los Angeles Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen. The North Carolina native was drafted in the third round by the Chargers in 2013. After his rookie year, Keenan Allen finished with 71 receptions, 1,046 yards, leading all rookies that year and breaking the Chargers rookie record. In 2016, Keenan suffered a season-ending injury, tearing his ACL in the season opener against the Chiefs. But that didn't stop him from coming back stronger than ever. The four-time Pro Bowler was named NFL Comeback Player of the Year during the 2017 season after 102 receptions, 1,393 yards, and six touchdowns. With impressive stat lines like that, Keenan can be considered one of the most productive wide receivers in the NFL. Stay tuned for my interview. With wide receiver Keenan Allen. Welcome to WR1, a Blue Wire podcast presented by WinBet. I'm your host, Chris Carter, and I'm fortunate enough to talk to the best wide receivers in the league. And I've been knowing this guy eight, nine years and seeing him being consistently one of the best wide receivers. It's a pleasure to have him on the show, a native of North Carolina. Um, decided to go west in college. Uh, I think there's a little story um, of why he decided to go to Cal and that also has been playing his football on the West Coast with the Chargers, NFL Pro Bowler Keenan Allen.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing,
1: bro? I'm good. I'm good. How you? Good, man. It's been a long time coming, man.
2: Absolutely, yeah. I gave good, you.
1: Though. I gave you a little training, starting out your career, and then you've just gone to mm-hmm. gone to the next level. And and yeah. and I'm always reading and always following you. So I see that you've kind of taken on the mentoring thing throughout the years um, with different receivers, yeah. um, not only on your club but throughout the league. Yes, sir. I'm
2: trying to man, it's just about you know gaining that knowledge and giving that knowledge.
1: You know. All right. So I'm gonna go back to the beginning because um, I think you were an athlete that could play pretty much any sport and we know wide receivers are special Mm -hmm. but that wasn't your position what led you to playing wide receiver and what other positions did you play and I believe one of those positions you could have played at a high level
2: yeah um so what led me to play wide receiver uh at the next level which was college um, it's just the Army All American game. I went there as a free safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was the number one free safety in the nation at the time. And uh, I just felt like the game was slow. You know, I wasn't getting the ball. The ball wasn't coming to me. Boring. It, like yeah, it was like boring. center fielder in field a baseball game. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> dropping back, you know what I'm saying, waiting <laughs> on it to come to me. And it was just boring. I felt like I could do more, mm-hmm. you know, for the team as an offensive player. And, um, you know, and that's when I made the switch. I was like, I want to play, play offense.
1: Now, was that just an internal feeling? Um, did you have some assistance from your family? Because I know there's a prominent coach out there. People would argue the best Mm -hmm. coach that's ever coached in college football, Nick Saban. Not only did he Mm -hmm. trying to convince you to play safety, but he was trying to get you to play safety at Alabama. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah, I think it was internal though, man. The game was real boring. It was, it Mm -hmm. was just boring for me, um. Like I said, I was in the box playing strong safety, mm-hmm. dropping to the hook curl, playing cover three, and it was just boring. So like I said, I just felt like I could do better or more for the team with the ball.
1: Right. And I know your family's been very important to you. Um, I've yep, met some, absolutely. I've met some of your family members. Uh, kind of describe that process of deciding to go to Cal and then also your brother and the role that mm-hmm. he plays in you developing and also you wanting to play with him.
2: Yeah. Uh, Well, like you said, I was committed to Alabama uh, with Nick Saban, free safety. Mm -hmm. Um, And at that time, my brother was at Buffalo with Turner Gill and Turner Gill was uh, I think he had just got released or whatever his situation was. He went to Kansas and transferred. So my brother, his door had opened up to transfer to a bigger school. And, uh, you know, he was looking at everybody, Clemson, you know, NC State of Carolina, Cal, mm-hmm. and he he decided he wanted to go with Cal because, you know, Tefer he put out some big-name quarterbacks at the time, mm-hmm. great quarterback, coach, um, and they, they just had some good things going. So, you know, I was just like, where, where, wherever you want to go, man, that's where, that's where I'm going to go. So I just put all my stuff aside and, you know, decided to go wherever he wanted to go, and it was Cal, so. And your
1: family's been a tight-knit family. I know you had tragedy yes, um, in your life as a youngster. Uh, but mm-hmm. you've had other people that come on and step up and be role models for you. Explain that to me.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my dad died when I was 16. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in high school sophomore. Uh, like you said, tragedy I was going through a hard time. and uh, But at the time, uh, my mom, her, her husband, uh, Scott Lane, step pops been been in my life since I was two. Um so he kind of you know been already in my in my in my life you know right. he just told me mm-hmm. hey I got I got you man don't don't worry about nothing I got you right you to be here to, to the end so and that's how that and happened.
1: I'm gonna tell you man um besides you utilizing the using the word stepfather I saw mm-hmm. you guys interact I've seen some of your interviews yeah. and everything I hear the way you talk about them I mean just how important was it for you as a young person be able to stabilize your life and be able to put some stability.
2: Yeah. I think just um just having that everyday, you know, figure, mm-hmm. having that everyday person that you can go to and talk to or that, not even that you could talk to it just just that was there around. Um, you know, um I, I don't know, man. That's that's No, no, speaking.
1: I I totally understand. I mean, it's um for me I didn't grow up with a father. Um yeah. so there were coaches and everything to try to fill that void. But I do remember spending time with you in Florida and I do remember talking mm-hmm. with him. And yep. as we were trying to put together this podcast and everything, I said, man, I got to bring that up because that was not your normal relationship. And That's I just and it. I just believe that a lot of young athletes, um, either because lack of structure or lack of mm-hmm. a male influence in their house, leads them to mm-hmm. get into a lot of things that typically they wouldn't get into. Absolutely. He
2: was he was there through all of it uh like you said being that influence mm-hmm. uh letting me know what was what was gonna happen when it was gonna happen and how it was gonna go down and it was just on me to you know determine the mm-hmm. outcome and, and luckily I had my big brothers you know he had already went through some stuff he my middle brother went through some okay. stuff and then I had come up so it's like hey, I ain't about to keep doing what they, they do right man they tripping all right, right so and he just keep throwing it in our ear too so right now gotta you gotta pay it. now you might have started
1: off you know, being selected in the third round there in 2013, there was some news around that. I thought you should have been selected a lot higher, especially after working with you. I knew that you were a pro-ready receiver. And what does pro-ready mean? Able to get off bump and run, be able to play in the slot, play outside, and understand what the concepts that they're doing. That short area quickness that you had. Talk about the disappointment of slipping to the to the third round
2: very disappointing. um i th- thought i was a high 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 guy uh talking to all the teams mm-hmm. at the uh, combine um it was all first round talk. it was all you know we like you now we going if you if 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 you get to us we are going to pick right. you you know e- even the, even the private discussions uh when they when they came to us to the private meetings when i went out there it was you know when we, if if we get to pick we are going to take you so that's why i was most disappointed you know especially from like carolina minnesota mm-hmm. Like verbally telling me it was like a verbal like we don't take right right (laughs) and then and then yeah then you see him take somebody else and just like oh man what's going on what's going on and then they do it again in the second round like oh no this ain't right so you just just having to wait be Mm -hmm. patient and you know them creating that chip on the shoulder now you've kind of away from a lot of limelight
1: Um, you've avoided any negative um, news since you've been in the league in nine years. Give me some guys that you have kind of studied, and guys that you 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 look at as being your peers. Guys that you talk to, other wide receivers that you potentially have learned the craft from.
2: Yeah, um, just role models for me. Um, when I first got in the league, Malcolm Floyd, okay, was big for me when I first got in the league for the Chargers. He's probably the best teammate I ever played with. Big Mouth. Wow. Okay. Man, he's just just a genuine guy. Man, he, he taught me. You know, pretty much the whole offense. let you know what to do. Let let me know what feel like, what he don't like. You know, just not doing stuff he ain't right. To, mm-hmm. You know, at all. Yeah, just stuff like that. This is great human being, man. Mick Mount Floyd, Antonio Gates was great. Eddie Royal was great. Um, guys that I watched around mm-hmm. the league. Um, Jordy Nelson was awesome. Uh, Jordy Nelson. Was what, guy what did you get from a guy like Jordy Nelson? Jordy Nelson was a guy who I see on film, and it's like. How he doing all and then you go watching his tech, his technique, then it's deceptive and yeah. speed, and it's just he he squeezes, he stacks, mm-hmm. you know, he don't he he never gets right. wide. He's powerful, just yeah, powerful. Mm-hmm. He's, he he owns his landmarks and his leverages on mm-hmm. the field. So just being being able to do that, uh, being able to see it and you know visualize it and put it on the field.
1: Um, Jordy Nelson, who else, who's currently in the game? Do you pull their clips and everything and say, you know, something, man, let me oh, let man, me check man, this uh, out.
2: Vontae because all the time because I've interviewed um, other guys and they pulling your clips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I watch I watch Cole Beasley, man, uh Cooper Cup. Okay. Uh in the slot, in the slot, my slot guys, Cooper Cup, uh, Cole Beasley, uh, C D Lamb, um who else we watching in the slot? So Devontae on the outside, he jumped in the slot mm-hmm. too. Uh the guy has been the most impressive is Tyreek Hill, though. Okay. I'm going to lie to you. Okay, now. Tyreek Hill, he looking real good. He looking more than the speed uh, Right. Now,
1: to me, Tyreek Hill, there has never been another wide receiver that's that fast that can play yeah. as well as he can because not Absolutely. only does he play fast, but he plays off the ground. Typically, you don't see mm-hmm. small guys or fast guys that can jump off the ground and catch the ball.
2: Yeah, he get well, up, he, he, he get can up. get off
1: the ground, and I'm very very impressed of his overall route run.
2: Yeah, his release his releases is great. <laughs> the way he jab, right.
1: jabs and gets him to move mm-hmm. off the spot, it's real, good, it's real good. Um, what about Amari Cooper? He has a little slick. A little Amari Cooper is yeah. amazing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Amari the route runner. You know, you he kind of has know, that little could, hesitation, he hesitation, hesitation shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Yeah, kind of at an angle. Yeah, me and Amari kind of got the same kind of release pattern release, has a mm-hmm. move, kind of see what the DB going to do, and then we attack it right. that way. Yeah, yeah, me and Cooper kind of similar. Um, Cooper, yeah, Cooper's nice. At the top of the route, too, Cooper's
1: Now, how has it been for you, because you mentioned all those other guys, Gates, um, Royal, um, all those guys that, that helped you out. How important has it been with a guy like Mike Williams and other guys that you have there to make sure that, the legacy of, of wide receiver play continues and that these guys reach their potential.
2: It's very important. Um I stress it all the time. Just about the, the little techniques and the, mm-hmm. and the stuff that you that you ain't gotta have the, the um the athletic ability on. Master the things that take no talent. We talk about right. it. All Say the time. that again. Oh, I, wait, I, wait, wait, I, wait,
1: wait, 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 Back that up, man. You <laughs> dropped a
2: little nugget, man. Let me let me get my little bag <laughs> man, <laughs> to pick that up. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> master you gotta master the things that take no talent. Wow. You know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's, and, and and most people major.
1: don't realize it's not about a 40-inch vertical. It's not about a 4440.
2: Nah, nah. mm That's not gonna get it done. That's not gonna take you. Everybody can do that. It's about it's in the league. It, it's about it, knowing angles,
1: four, four. Knowing leverage,
2: knowing reaching angles. your depth. If you gotta scene and you gotta get to the inside edge of the mm-hmm. of numbers, you gotta be on the inside edge of the numbers. If you if you minus two off them numbers, you're gonna get hit and you ain't gonna like it. Or it's gonna be a pixie. You're going to learn, learn. All now things. you talked about um Phillip
1: rivers and that had to be a hell of an experience, but, but let's move oh, yeah. on to, to Justin Herbert, because I oh, heard yeah. the coach say in a press conference a few weeks ago, and it stopped me in my tracks, man. They asked him coach, uh-huh. you were backed up. It was fourth down. Why'd you go for it, Keenan? I never heard this, man. I've been associated with the NFL for five decades. Right. He said, my, my quarterback is a gangster. I was, I was like,
2: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: he didn't. My quarterback is a gangster. Now, you heard that, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. you're talking about confidence um, as a wide receiver, mm-hmm. as a quarterback, the overall aggressive play calling. Just put yourself in that player's shoes what how would that yeah. make you feel as a young player taking over a franchise
2: confident it felt like um like i got the whole world behind me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like like i can do it all
1: right and even if you make a mistake because of their support
2: you know they're going to back you up it's cool mm-hmm. we got your back we, we got your back. That's the thing about the coach. He is a defensive coach. So he he, he is saying it's fourth down. So if you don't get it, we got to buckle up too. So it's, it's, it's all right. It's all right. We, we'll now, be fine. Give
1: me something else uh, with your head coach, um, because I've seen him on press conferences, and I do a lot of judgment on guys before and after mm-hmm. games, what they say, how they react, how they treat their players. Give us a, a little
2: insight on who he is as a person. Yeah, I think he's a great leader. Uh, just the energy he brings, the confidence, like you said, the confidence he, uh, the way he talks, um, he believes and he, and he truly has the confidence that we can get it done. And, and he believes that his way works. And I, and I believe it too. <laughs> you know, you have a great leader that, that comes in like that and he takes over the building, takes over the room and it, it speaks volumes. And, he, and he's been doing a great job. He's changed a lot of things. Uh, and it's been for the benefit of the player. So it's been great.
1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: I know you have a great deal of interest. Most guys in the NFL have a great deal of interest. Um, I don't think someone. um, I think your story is very, very unique. And um, I know you have some music interest. And I know you're involved in some other company, right? Uh, You made an investment in Zen Enterprise. I want to go with Zen Enterprise. Explain um, your overall involvement, why you got involved, Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to get on to the music part.
2: Yeah, so Zen Enterprise, uh, I think it was 2014. um, Had a friend in San Diego, Jaden Lake, uh, my homeboy, he played basketball all the time, 24-hour fitness, he hanged out at the crib. And... um, his dad, uh, they had had an ointment coming out, or it wasn't coming out. It had been put put aside. It started from his grandfather, and then they had put it aside because he passed away, and they mm-hmm. wanted to bring it back up. And um, I tried it out, and uh, I had the ACL coming up or the ACL mm-hmm. coming around, and I used it on the ACL, and I'm like, man, this thing really worked. So I took off with it, all natural mm-hmm. ointment, no 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 opioids. And it's the best and the Also, best, now, so
1: now, that, um, that ACL, I mean, you just said I tore my ACL. You also came back that next mm-hmm. year was NFL comeback player of the year. So, speaking of the product, right. the product was
2: obviously working. Absolutely. Like I said, it worked. I used it all offseason on the ACL. Mm-hmm. And, the NFL and you've baseball.
1: been relatively healthy, um, not like a, a lot of wide receivers yeah. throughout your career. Do you attribute that just mm-hmm. to your training regimen and how much you've learned through the years?
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, just being able to see the guys in front of me, the Weddles, like I said, the Royals, mm-hmm. Eddie Royal, um, Malcolm Floyd, just the way they was being pros uh, every day coming in and lifting. Win, lose, the draw, they come in and treat the game how it's supposed to be treated. So just respect the we game. Talking about respect for
1: the game, we got a lot of wide receiver news going around the NFL, Keenan. <laughs> I we mean, do. we do. who would have ever thought that we didn't know Michael Thomas was not going to play in 2021. Right, Odell Beckham mm-hmm. I just read a stat that In man-to-man coverage He has the, the fifth highest percentage of, of the wide receivers on the team Which led to them releasing him Or the Baker Mayfield incident I don't want you necessarily to comment on that I just want you to comment on How you have not been Distracted through the years We saw AB, he ripped off five or six Pro Bowls Now he's been with a couple yeah. teams Julio's not in Atlanta Anymore mm-hmm. Well, nothing wrong with stability, bruh. I- explain it to these young guys <laughs>
2: and, and, and how you've done it. Uh, um, well, like I mentioned, man, I had those guys in front of me, the, the Malcolm Floyds, the Eddie Royals, just being world-class teammates, world, world-class, um uh, pros. Uh, that's the thing that they, that they stressed on to me the most. Eric have stressed on me the most, how to be a pro. Come in every day, uh, when I was young, I would be in there, sad face. Why we in here, man? We special teams at 7 in the morning, stuff like, like, nah, man, this is a job, bro. This is you. You a pro. This is what you signed up to do. So this is what you got to sign up for. You can't complain. We can't We can't do none of that. This It is what it is. So we signed up for 16 games. We got to be here for 16 games.
1: Right. I know when we come into the league, we all have aspirations. And when you're drafted in the first couple of rounds, it's like, man, I, I really like to make it through that contract. And it's like I mean, I like to play 6 years. Mm-hmm. Man, you've cleared all that. I mean, you won the real OGs that we got playing <laughs> the game. And I know your perspective has changed. Mm-hmm. How long would you like to play in the NFL?
2: As long as I can. As long as to the, to the body say, can mm-hmm. Today, today we just can't run today. Right. <laughs> I just can't run no more. I just can't do it. We go into the end. <laughs>
1: I mean once you get in it man It gets good You're like It is Next thing you know It's
2: eight nine years You're like man Where did the time go That's what I'm saying It so fast I don't even it, I don't feel like OG mm-hmm. Right I don't feel like it
1: uh, I'm going to transition over To some other receivers um, and, and you had mentioned one earlier And he's in the news Because he's on fire uh, Matthew mm-hmm. Stafford comes over They make the trade With Jared Goff Swap him out uh, Detroit to LA LA to Detroit And it looks like the biggest benefactor in the whole thing is Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Tell me the things about Cooper Cup's game. And, man, what does that new energy do when you got a guy coming into the locker room that you know you can get open? Sometimes you don't even have to be open. He can still
2: get you the football. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, first of all, when you get a quarterback like that, Matthew Stafford, he's been in the game for a long time. He's amazing. He's throwing, he throwing ball sidearm, no looks. He, right. he doing he doing it all. He's throwing bombs down the field. And he what is, what is he, 35-plus? He 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 old. so he's still throwing that thing like that and he got the knowledge for the game so it it's mm-hmm. spikes you up little spikes you up a little bit you you know you know you can't be you're not gonna be in a bad position not too many times and you know, as you mm-hmm. can see Cooper cut wide open most of the time <laughs> He, he watch you be like man what is going on he keep getting wide open right but he, he got a quarterback getting him wide open
1: it must do something for your confidence
2: because mm-hmm. I was
1: a guy that played with a bunch of different quarterbacks you have been fairly stable as far as the guys that you have had mm-hmm. but but getting a guy that can flat out throw the football. Yeah. And I'm not here to try to question Philip Rivers' arm strength, but he don't have the gun that um it's a gun, but he don't have the same type of gun as your boy Justin Herbert.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, not even close.
1: I mean, he can flight it now. Yes, yeah, yeah, no.
2: It's, it's a different 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 ball flight. It's a different beast. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's different. And and he and the thing about it is that no, you know, Phillip Rivers is going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, without a doubt. And I try to tell guys in this league, man, one thing we all have in common, one day there's going to be a guy that show up that's bigger, stronger, faster than you, <laughs> and can do your job better than Absolutely. you. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and is that what you see now around the league? Because not only they're in L.A. with Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Man, we got quarterbacks everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. I mean, they and can they, can can, they can run. And,
2: and they can run, yes. And they can run. It's amazing how the no game sense. has changed. Yeah, absolutely, and it's about you. Got to have one. If he can't run, he it ain't looking too good for him.
1: Now, give me some of your other outside interests um, off the field. What do you like to do in your downtime? Taking off yes. your helmet,
2: playing games, video games. Okay, uh, playing the piano, big music. I like you. Yo, yo, piano. yo, 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 piano. Record, recording. You don't, yeah. see,
1: you don't see wide receivers playing the piano. They, no, man, they, talk to me about that, hands. man. Talk. To, and those hands are so good. Are they self-taught? or you got an instruction? Instruction.
2: Self-taught. Self-taught.
1: Now, when did this happen? Because I had heard it's about this. I, had, I, wanted, I didn't know, know if it was necessarily true. Yeah. Uh, so How long I'm you been junior. going through this process?
2: I've been playing since I was a junior in high school, so, on and off up until college. Then I actually got my own piano. You know, once I got drafted. So. Really. And, and yeah, so, so man.
1: since then, have you taken any type of music lessons or collaborated? I, got, I with got some
2: vocal lessons. I went and got vocal lessons. Try to tune my baritone up.
1: So, or which better, you you're, you're singing, or you or your hands?
2: My hands. Really, my hands. and My hands wake up out the bed and they can go. No, <laughs> you do got nice hands. You got nice hands. It's from a guy with
1: nice from a guy with nice hands to a guy you know, with nice hands. You got you know nice. How that you got, you you got nice hands, them, bro. Go get it done with the hands. You, you, like, you got that. nice hands. But what does the music and everything do for you? I think it's therapeutic.
2: Um, the energy Slow that uh, I don't know it creates a soothing mm-hmm. mental state. Like, whenever I'm mad, I could just go vibe in the car, sing out, forget about all that stuff, mm-hmm. and just rock out in the car and just vibe out to the melody.
1: Now, do you have any desire to potentially produce something, um, mm-hmm. be involved in producing some groups? How do you see th- this music gift uh, moving forward into the future?
2: Yeah, so... Um, I've already did some trials and errors. Uh, okay. Started. I started a music company that didn't work out, so stop that. Yeah. There's too much
1: money from the beginning. You're yeah, just a it was puppy. Just a no, no. That's just a. That's just when you yeah. got money, people think I should come in on the top. No, no. We really you should come mm-hmm. in on the bottom. Okay. Go ahead. Exactly. Exactly. Lesson so learned.
2: Yeah. Lesson learned. Failed on that. So up and down on the recording. I record in and out of in and out of season. Um. Just to get my stuff, you know, laid down to see what it sounds like. But I think I, I create a vibe that I like. You know, I think I would take it. I would take it somewhere after the after um, football.
1: Okay. Now, what vibe would that be? Would it? What genre would that? Would that? Would that? Would that um, definitely R and
2: B. Okay. I would say R and B and a little bit of hip hop, kind of Bryson Tiller, um, Chris Brown. Okay. All right.
1: Mm-hmm. And from r and B standpoint, who? who have you always looked up to and not necessarily you're creating like them. Cause that's yeah. different. What the sound sounds like compared to. For sure. These are people that I've
2: enjoyed.
1: Or mm-hmm. I look up to. Um,
2: tank has always been a guy that i looked up to in the, in the singing uh, tank. Chris Brown, Usher, mm. um, Michael Jackson was always the first. Man, the boys got some talent. Uh, obvi- yeah, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. And, uh, Nowadays, um I say um I listen to Daniel Caesar, mm-hmm. JVN, um, Lucky Day, Summer Walker.
1: All right, and the last thing before I let you out is how do the LA Chargers, man? How do you guys finish out the second half of the season and finish strong in that AFC West that might be the toughest division in football that seems to be yeah. wide open?
2: I think we're just gonna get better. Um, I don't think we've had a, a complete week of a full team on team football game mm-hmm. uh, where where the defense and the offense special teams is just clicking all day. Uh, we're still waiting on that, and um, still, actually we're still waiting on the offense to get clicking for a whole day. Honestly, we, that still ain't happening. So once those things happen, and once we can put it together for a whole sixty minutes, it's gonna be special.
1: Keenan, I greatly appreciate you joining me, man. It, it, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. It's always a pleasure to interact. With that next generation of, of wide receiver ones and to see you and see how you've grown your career and also to see how you're giving back helping these young guys reach their potential A guy like mike williams you see i i saw you hanging in there with him he's been injured once mm-hmm. gotten injured again yeah. you still kept hanging in there with him and him having his best season thus far is because guys like you
2: yeah and we didn't even talk about mike mike's getting so much better yes man. It's just ridiculous for his release moves and the way he's been, you know, getting back on his getting back on his line and restacking. What
1: people don't understand when you're as big as him. Yeah. To me, he's a little too big to be a wide receiver. And that's Mm -hmm. why there's only a a few successful guys at that size. And once he starts to build the manager size and can and learn how to play big on a Mm -hmm. regular basis, that's the product that we're starting to see in twenty twenty one.
2: Absolutely Absolutely Like the quarterback The receiver Everything's changed The defense is It's four fours now Four five It's getting scary All man.
1: that help extend your career bro yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get <laughs> yeah. it in Get another long term contract Exactly Exactly Alright I'm Chris Carter Host of Wide Receiver One And this is Keenan Allen He is definitely A WR1 Thanks to Keenan Allen And thanks for listening to WR1, a Blue Wire podcast presented by WinBet. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Chris Carter. Catch you next week.